it and the characters went home. Oh, you, you guys missed, you really missed a call then. 
want you to hear it. The phone call you have just heard was from a recording of a phone call made to the Art Bell radio show Coast to Coast AM on September 11th, 1997. The caller who identified himself as a former Area 51 employee, Victor, claimed to have worked on a top secret program involving the study of extraterrestrial life. The caller began by stating that he was calling from a phone booth near the Area 51 site and that he feared for his life because he had just been approached by men in suits who threatened him and told him to stop talking about what he knew. He then went on to describe a massive underground facility at the Area 51 that was five levels deep and housed various types of extraterrestrial spacecraft, including a 9,000-year-old disc-shaped craft that had been retrieved from an archaeological dig. The caller also claimed that the facility was staffed by scientists and engineers from all over the world who were working on various projects related to the study of extraterrestrial life including advanced propulsion systems and advanced energy systems. As the call went on, the caller became increasingly panicked and erratic, at one point stating that he was not a religious person, but that he had seen things at Area 51 that had convinced him of the existence of a higher power. He also claimed to have seen aliens working alongside human scientists and engineers in the facility. The call ended abruptly when the line went dead, and the caller was never identified or heard from again. The authenticity of the call has been the subject of much debate and speculation, with some believing that it was a hoax or a prank call, while others argue that it may have been a genuine whistleblower trying to reveal classified information about Area 51 and the US government's alleged involvement in the study of extraterrestrial life. The alleged same person would call back in weeks later, claiming it was a hoax. Many believe that this second caller is not the same caller from before, a hired actor to cover up what was exposed, or was this all just a drama played out for us to hear? Yeah, you got all my paranoia buttons uh, running. I always get very nervous when, when I call you. Uh, I'm Brian, I hung up on you last week. Oh, I see. And uh, I just figured, damn the torpedoes, uh, I'll just do this and let the chips fall where they will. All right. Um, everybody, I am the Area 51 caller. Um, that's that's my statement. And let you or whatever tear it apart. <laughs> you, you claim you're the Area 51 caller? I, I am the man. How do you account for the fact, Area 51 caller, okay. that part of the way through your spiel, the satellite went down? I have no idea, and it scared the heebie-jeebies out of me that night. <laughs> uh, I've called a number of times on your specialty line nights doing different, you know, kind of wacky characters, and that's all that one was supposed to be. And uh, if the call had been completed, it would have been ancient history by now. Has it, has it occurred to you, as uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard suggested tonight, that perhaps, if you're really what you say you are, you created the reality of the rest of the situation and took down my satellite. That scares the heebie-jeebies out of me because it means that what I was saying was somehow correct and it was fabrication kind of creating um, creating a reality. Yeah, if, if that was the case, I humbly apologize to you because I love your show and the last thing I would ever want to do is not be off the air. air. Before wrapping up, I would like to share one more bizarre account. 
taking place sometime in the early 2000s. A man and his girlfriend were driving on Route 46 in the Paso Robles, California area when suddenly they witnessed a strange object floating over a barn. That man was my very own father. I wanted to get my dad on here to speak of his experiences. The following phone call was from December 2022. My dad describes his experiences with an unidentified object which looked to be hovering over a barn, while also describing other experiences including a sensitive and strange shadows and figures in his television. You be the judge. Hello? Dad? Yes. Are you are you busy? I was about to eat. When oh I no! Okay. Um, I feel bad. Uh, no, I was just um. <laughs> you're you're on you're on air with my podcast, but um. I'm on air right now. Yeah, you're on air. Say hi. Howdy, howdy. Yeah. Um. So what's up? Uh, would you want to share your story about what what you've seen out there in the? in the country by the Paso, was it, was it Paso? What's that road called? Um, it's the, uh, 40, the 46. Oh. I think it's the 46. Uh, it goes from, um, 41 to 46. And then it goes to, it, it, it goes to Paso Robles. Let's yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. So on the, it was, it was a Sunday evening. Um, it was just about to be dusk basically. So it was already dark in that area where it was at and it was um let me see on the west it was going to see no but it was east east it was on the east end of the freeway and we were we were going towards it before we made a you know a turn uh-huh. and oh there's a lot of farming stuff right there a lot of fields and everything but there was nobody out there because usually when they farm in the evening they're in their tractors and they have the lights and everything on and you know they're doing it you know in the night yeah they go bright lights and so on and so forth so but anyway we were coming home from Paso Robles it was I don't know some shindig we went to probably some you know hot rod show or something I don't know yeah but you know we weren't that tired though you know and we had stayed the night and we just left and we just hung around in Paso and then we came home so I, I wasn't drinking because I had to you know I had to drive right. obviously so anyways so when we were driving and it, because that road is so dark um, in the evening when there's no moonlight, I saw these weird lights. They were moving forward and, you know, upwards, downward. It was moving like it was like a, somebody put a Ferris wheel in the middle of nowhere and put it right there, right off the road. And it was going in a circle and it would do this funky circle and then it would go back down. It was kind of like that ride at the fair they called a zipper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really yeah. big, you know, and it, but it was oblong. It wasn't exactly a round, you know, thing. It was oblong. So it kept doing this thing and I, you know, I was thinking, well, maybe it's the farmers are doing something out there. So as we're driving, that late? getting closer to, what's that? That late though? Yeah, it was that late, you know, it was already dark, you know, it was kind of dark, but it, it just barely turned, like I said, it barely turned dusk. I, I don't I, I don't remember what time it was, but when we were driving towards it, I kept looking and looking and I didn't see, you know, any farm equipment or anything. I just saw this thing that was going up and down and it was next to this, you know, those big gigantic trees that are like a 
arc. Yeah. And they're just like massively huge and tall. It was near one of those trees. So I'm thinking, well, maybe the farmers are trimming it, you know, because it's too big or whatever. Nope, that's not what it was. So we just keep driving and driving. And all of a sudden, I just see this weird thing in the, in the air. And it just kept going and going. It was a bunch of lights. And like I said, it looked like a Ferris wheel. And the lights would turn off, and they would turn on, and they would turn off, and they would turn on. And they weren't multicolored. The lights were just one color. It was white. And that's all. And it kept going off and on, and it was spinning. So I was like, what the hell is that? You know, it's like I looked at my girlfriend at the time, and she goes, her eyes were real big when I looked at her. She goes, I have no idea. And I go, and I told her, let's go closer. Let's see what it is. And right there, she got really, really weirded out. She goes, no, wow. let's go home. I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is. Why the heck are we going to pull over and see what it is if we don't know what it is? Yeah. And if it looks that weird, who knows, you know, because we watch a lot of the paranormal stuff. And yeah. Ghost things and yeah. stuff like that. So. So, so we're you, just there, and then we're like, okay, but we, but I have to pass it still because it's right off the road, right off the thing. Yeah. So she goes, drive fast. I roll my eyes and I say, okay, fine, because I, I want to stop and actually look. Um, the funny thing about it is, the other people that were on the road with us, there wasn't too many cars, but there was. They didn't think nothing of it. They were just driving as normal. So then I was thinking, well, maybe I'm the only one who could see this, or maybe we're the only two who can see it. I have oh, no yeah. idea. But everybody was driving like it was normal. But like I said, there was nobody out there as far as no farm equipment, no nothing. Just this thing that was flying. Usually when you see a Ferris wheel, you see it standing on a base that's touching the ground. You yeah. know, it's, it's something's holding it up. This thing wasn't, there was nothing holding this thing up. It was just doing it those little circles and everything all near that tree wow. so then that's you know that's pretty much the gist of it and then we didn't stop and i wanted to because i wanted to you know take pictures and you know get on my camera my phone at the time and no she got too weirded out so we just kept on driving and driving but as we were driving away from it it just kept going and going i was looking at it oh, in no the rear view mirror and she looked at me and she kept telling me you're still looking at it aren't you and i'm like yeah because that's gonna it's gonna stay with me for the rest of my life, and I'll never know what it is. So, you, to to this day, you don't know what it was. No, and to this day, I've driven through there in the night, during the summer, during the winter, you know, and I've never seen that thing ever again. I've never seen something similar to it. I've only seen farmers out there doing their farm thing with their spotlight and their tractors, and yeah, that's it. I mean, to me, that was something that was unidentified to me it was it was i have no idea but it was just, aliens it was just there so it could have been alien it could have been ufo or something you know. yeah but we you know to you know to, to you know to top that off i think it's like um um i don't know it was just it was I, it's unexplainable i don't yeah. know yeah. And, and, I, and I didn't say anything to anybody about it you know after you know the next couple of weeks when i was at home when i was at work because they're going to see Anthony, you were probably all drunk or you were probably drinking. If you're crazy or, or something. Yeah, you, you, you was just probably, you were tired or something. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to waste my time. So I'm like, it went down in my mind, in my file, was in my mind, unexplained. I have no idea what it was. Yeah. But I know it was something that it was, it wasn't normal. To yeah. Me, so. Yeah. And I got that feeling when we were driving. I just kept looking at it. And it was like, that's not, it's not 
right or it's not normal or I I don't know and I just I just well like I said I had to drive away because of the girl I was with it was like she was scared here. actually I would have been know. scared too I, w- I don't think I would have wanted to see because like what if it would have taken you I don't know but you know we never talked about it after because she didn't want to talk about it it was like I don't know what that was and I don't want to talk about it yeah. so can we like talk Move about on. something else yeah so <laughs> that was mm. it so that was my one of my experiences that I could recall that's very you know recent okay. of something that happened so but yeah any 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 paranormal well no I feel dad you've been I don't I mean I don't I don't want to hold you up too much longer but just really quick uh I've I've been over there recently, and, and you've said that you've been seeing like because you have your computer screen facing to where it if you look in it my you, back my back is against the front or the yeah the and you said you've or, you've seen like shadows and, and, and stuff when everyone's like asleep yeah, or something when I'm watching when I'm watching TV or something like that I can see things uh, reflections on my TV screen of because you could see the reflection of my uh, screen when somebody walks by like when my yeah. wife now walks by yeah. And she's walking behind me, and I'm watching TV in the room. I can see her shadow go across the TV. So I'm like, okay, that's my wife. This is right there, and we just talk or whatever, whatever, you know. But when I'm watching a movie or I'm playing my game, you know, my video games or whatever, I'm just there. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I can see on the edge of the TV something moving. Yeah. And it's just like somebody walking. And I thought it was my wife. So I said, what did you forget now? And I turned around, and there was nobody there. So then I was looking at it, and I'm like, Okay, so then I go back to playing my game, and then I see it, it walk the other way, and I'm like, okay, who's in here? And nobody answered, so then I just went about my business, and you know, oh, and that's sure. it, you know, that's, yeah. that's all I do, because I don't know if it's, you know, my parents, or if it's my brothers, or, you know, because I have two brothers that passed away. Oh, yeah, mother- they've all passed. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know if they're watching me, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. So and then another recent thing that happened was that my my stepdaughter we had to move her well her roommate is a sensitive and a sensitive basically means that they see things and they feel things you know that other people can't that are possibly you know a phenomenon or on another you know t- uh, realm or something that we don't see wait wait is, like that. is is that like a medium Kind of like a medium, uh, but it's a, it, they call it a sensitive, and I don't know if it's the same thing or not. I really don't know, but um, she's a sensitive. But anyways, as we're unloading the movie truck with her stuff, the girl comes out, her, her roommate, yeah. and she's just standing there, and then she looks, and then she turns away, and then she, you know, helps and takes her stuff down, and then, you know, we're going about our business, and then... Um, so I'm out there, you know, moving this bed out of the uh, moving truck. And this girl, she comes out and she stops and she's looking and she, you know, she asks the question. So is that bed, is that going to go in her room or whatever, the, you know, the case being? Yeah. And I said, yeah. All right. So then we, you know, the day goes on and we're still moving all this stuff in. And then my wife is sitting on the steps because they have a room that's upstairs. So she's sitting on the steps and she's, you know, you know, resting because we were moving the entire day. And it's kind of like getting towards the evening. So I guess the girl pulled uh, uh, my stepdaughter aside and told her that while I was moving or, or getting the bed out of the uh, moving truck, she saw an older man. He was uh, uh, a, she, it was a ghost or something, but she saw an older man who was trying to help me 
move the man out of the truck. You know, obviously he wasn't going to be able to help because yeah. it's a spirit, it's a ghost or whatever. And and that was it. And I go, well, can you describe him? Can you know? And she described him. And from what she described, I think it was my dad, my my father, Ralph. Oh, because yeah, he was, he was bald. He had you know just like me, and he had white hair on the side. And he was just helping. Is basically he was trying to help. And then you know that was it. And then when she looked towards my wife, who was sitting on the steps, she saw a woman. Uh, sitting next to her. In the same day, she saw two. And the same day, she saw two. Oh shit! And I was thinking that that may be her mother who had passed away. So in the beginning of summer, I and think we don't we don't we don't, and we don't know that girl like that either. Like we don't we don't talk to this girl. Right. Like we don't I, we don't know. I that was like the first time I've ever met her. You but, same. You know, but other than that, you know, it's. And that's that right there happened like in the beginning of the summer of this year. I can right. I can go on and on, but I, I'm like I'm trying to remember everything. So, but and yeah, you have to eat your dinner. <laughs> all right. Well, if I remember anything else, I'll let you know. But I'll have yeah, you on the next episode. Has the stories. Yeah, they can tell you. All right. You know, whether they're true or not, whether you want to believe them, you know, like, yeah, it's, like I said, it's up I to you. It's up to you. That's up to you. Yeah. But I know what I saw. I don't have anything to gain about lying to this, and I don't want any money for it. All right, all right, Dad. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'll let you get right. back to your to your dinner, and I will talk to you soon. Love you. Love you too. All right, all right, bye. screamqueercast at gmail.com or by submitting them to the Instagram at screamqueerpodcasts and catch new episodes every Tuesday morning wherever podcasts are streamed. Remember to rate and subscribe.